Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rough sketch. <laughs> rough sketch. Uh, what's the difference between me and you? You, you. What's the difference between me and you? You, you. It's hump day. What's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific before you answer that and in your head let this marinate. Saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips and then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's like a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it but think nobody else will. That's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important to getting a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feel you would get lost. And I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like the Austin. Cause nowadays it's rarely seen from MC to do that quite often. So I sit back and enjoy life for every day that I breathe. And do this music till it's time for me to leave. You know, you talk about some flashy
about it in just a minute, man. I'm gonna bring that song right back. I'm still getting some things together, and I'm giving y'all a chance to get into the queue. I need some people on this switchboard yeah, today. Yeah, We're gonna have a yeah. Q and A. So y'all can get involved with the program today. I got a serious topic we're going to talk about. Collide and conquer. Instead of divide and conquer, we're going to collide and conquer. Y'all stay tuned, man.
What's good? What's good, family? It's hump day. It's hump day. Got your man Elder Von Bay in the building with some more topics to talk about, some more wealth principles to drop on y'all. Man, it was so hot today, man. It was a beautiful day. I ain't mad at it, but it was kind of hot. What's going on, Miss Young? I got my man Tony Hoskins checking in on the Facebook Live. I got Miss Knowledge checking in, Sandman checking in on the Instagram Live. We waiting for some callers to call in so we can get the switchboard lit up, man, because today is going to be more of a Q&A session. We're going to be talking about um, how we dividing and conquering as a people instead of colliding and, and conquering. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to be discussing some strategies on how to put us in a better economic position as well as getting back to the basic fundamentals of being decent, righteous people. You know what I'm saying? We got to get back to the uh, each one, teach one, to the to the uh, the wealth building, teaching our our sons trades, teaching our daughters the basic fundamentals of cooking. Um, you know, just just how to carry themselves like ladies. So we gonna go into all of that, but I'm gonna be opening the phone lines up. So I really want people to call in again, hit me up in the chat room. But yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, we're going to jump into all of that in just a minute. So before we do anything, we always got to give honors to all of our ancestors that came before us. So peace to the gods, man. Assalamu alaikum to the nation. Islam to my Moors. Hotel Palafia. And all the greetings of peace, man. If I miss one, correct me on it. Hit me with a with a, with a text or, or something. Let me know. What's going on, Apakai? I see you checking in, too, my well, we're going to jump into the topic, but like I said, man, uh, if y'all know me, I got to move with music, so I always got a little background music going on, so got to do it, got to do it, got to do it. But all my people that's calling in, I see you got a few people checking in on my switchboard. Y'all let me know if y'all can hear me, if I'm coming through on the station loud and clear, because I don't want my music to overpower the information. So, it's Wednesday. I don't really want to get into all of the, uh, the little commentary of what's going on in the media, man. I try and keep myself busy uh, so we don't have to deal with, with, with fake news. We deal with the real. And I've been going through this the third day of Ramadan. What's the third day of fasting? Second day of Ramadan. Mr. Baxter, what's good, sir? So, your boy been fasting, man. So, you know, we can't eat while the sun is up. Demonstrating Ramadan, so I gotta wait till about eight thirty to eat every day. It's, it's nothing that we can't do, man. It's, it's really mind over matter, and it's basically it, it teaches you how to withstand temptation. So that way, you know, when we face with something that you know we would normally fall victim to, this practice of discipline allows us to, you know, put off some things that we would fall victim to our flesh to anger or something like that so just knowing that you know we building up our stamina for any of those things was a good thing so last year I did my first Ramadan and uh, man I'm telling you what praying five times a day and fasting for 30 days it brought a lot of blessings in my life last year and I can show you better than I can tell you one of the blessings that it brought into my life last year was it allowed me to walk away from uh, you know, DJing, and that's something that I did for over 30 years, 
you know, I love music, you know, I'm always been surrounding myself with music and things connected to music, but I was doing that out of necessity, you know, for, for money, so, you know, it was still kind of fun, but at the same time, if you can imagine being in a club, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, you know, when I was doing my thing with a few other people, we did Mondays and Tuesdays, but I took a lot of time away from my family, so a lot of my, 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 my older kids, they didn't really get to see me that much on the weekend, but, you know, I made sure that I spent valuable time with them. I, I, I was at pretty much every basketball game, uh, dance recitals. If I could make it, I was there, you know what I'm saying, unless I was working, but I said all that to say this, man. Last year when I was demonstrating Ramadan, a lot of blessings started coming. You know, I, I, I asked myself, I, I took a long look in the mirror and said, look, if I walk away from this club life and this, you know, this DJing and just focus all my time on financial consulting, credit repair, and doing taxes, will you sustain me and my family? Will you bring customers to me? Because I know a lot of people, they'll put you in a box. If they think you're a DJ, that's all you are to them. So they couldn't fathom somebody that's, you know, getting everybody turned up in the club that could actually help them with their taxes, with their credit, help them establish business credit, you know, have to help them start a business. You know, I'm, I'm a very intelligent uh, young man. I still call myself a young man, even though I'm in a 50-50 club. Make that right, MB. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, people will put you in a box. And that's something that, that we allow ourselves to get put in the box because nobody can, you know, tell you who you can be or what you can be. We have to make that determination ourselves. So today, I wanted to talk about how we could collide and conquer as opposed to dividing. And, and, and we're not conquering when we divide. They're conquering us by separating us with division for whatever reason. So we, as a people, I want to have a conversation today. What can we do as a people? Discussing some strategies on how to put together a better economic situation for us as a people and also to get back to the basics man just the basic fundamentals of of um, being decent and righteous people you know um, a lot of us especially in my generation we, we and, the, and the kids that's coming up as well we, we fall into the uh, to the blame game because our fathers wasn't there and you know part of that is is true you know if you you grew up in a single family home and your mom is raising you and trying to provide for you it makes it hard on on her it makes it hard on you but uh at the same time it comes a point in your life when you can't keep blaming other people for your situation so you got to step your game up especially if you're a man you know i'm trying to raise my sons to be men i don't want them to be boys you know you can be a boy mentally and be 30, 40 years old because there's a lot of 30, 40 year old boys running around here and just because you can uh, create a child doesn't make you a man you know what I'm saying, you have to be responsible for that child, uh, whether you and the mother get along or not, it would be great if y'all did, but in all actuality there's been many men who stepped up to the plate and, and, and took care of their children, whether they were with the woman or not, but the fact that 
you bought a, another life in this world and you can negate the fact or just go around like a, a stray dog just having babies all over the place and thinking that shit is cute. It's not, man. We 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 fail to have these grown up conversations with each other as well as um, you know, we can't keep repeating the cycle. So Something's gonna be revealed here pretty soon, man. I'm I'm not a, a one to want to drop drop you know dimes and clues on, on things, but it is a lot of, of, of polished men, stand up dudes that I know that really take care of their kids, and if they have with the with the child's mother, you know they're they're working through that. Challenge sometimes I have my challenge with one of my baby's mothers, so. Mothers of my child. I don't like to say baby mothers, but one of the mothers of my child. Yeah, it was it was kind of kind of rough, <laughs> but you know that don't stop the fact that that's still my child, and it didn't do nothing but make us a little bit stronger. You know, I missed a lot of key key areas. I could have deposited some uh, different mentalities in his mind because when you grow up with a woman, you pick up women tendencies, not on a on a gay side or anything like that. But some some children do pick up feminine ways in that manner, but I'm speaking on ways of uh, how you handle your business. Because, see, women like things, and women like, you know, they like to put the, the cares before the horse a lot of times. So they may want something that they can't afford, and they're going to get it because that's what women do. They get what they want. But when you raise a, 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 a man-child in that same and, and you give him a sense of 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 like he he's he he's supposed to have this just on GP and not making him work for stuff. You enable the child, you enable the, the man. So as he becomes older and he comes into his manhood, he's still really mentally a child because he's got to learn how to provide for himself because you you always did for him. And you know it's nothing wrong with doing for your children when you can, but you've got to instill a work ethic in them. Otherwise, they think the world owns something. So, it's a few things that, you know, I wish I could have done it better, but, you know, we, we, we working through that in a, in a, in a man-to-man uh, fashion. So, you know, it's never too late, but what I am more interested in is, you know, the male aspect as far as us in the community. And the communities are we in because I, I, mean, I have a lot of uh, audience. I got audiences in the West Coast, South, even overseas. So speaking, you know, to to us as the people in general. But I'm saying in any community that you're in, I'm pretty sure we face with the same situation. And uh, we need to step up as men. Really, we need to uh, come together. We need to put our pettiness aside. We need to be the village to uh, stop some of the the, the the ignorance that's going on, the violence. Uh, you know, we need to sit these brothers down, these young brothers down, because without no direction, they're just going to continue to do what they, 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 they know, and that's whatever, you know. But... If we made it out of the matrix and we're doing okay, we need to reach back and bring up some of these young young bulls, man, and give them the game, like the real game. You know, it's about family first. 
you know, it's about code, you know, I don't never want them to lose their code, but live for a code is, is something to die for, not just the street code. When you become a real man, you, you be, you're able to handle your affairs. So, if you put that in perspective, you take care of your family, then you can be respected as a man. So, I want to get back to that, man. I love a lot of my elders, man, they check me coming up, you know, when they see me doing some, some, some effed up stuff and they know that I'm a better person and they know that path could lead to a certain, you know, degree of uh, regret and the fact that, you know, I had older people in my life, you know, not real old, these were some cats that be four years older than me that snatched me up like, bruh, you effing up. I'm going to see you go down this path. We got to do that. We can't be scared of our own people. And I know some of the ignorant individuals out there, and they take the people's lives, you know, snap of a finger. But all of these young cats, if you approach them the right way, they will give you a few minutes of their attention. Because I know they got attention deficit disorders, and, you know, we dealing with some crack babies. We dealing with some, with some, some new new drug type babies, you know, these opioids and stuff. I know a lot of that ain't really catered to us, but we dealing with the effects of <clears throat> heroin still. We dealing with the effects of crack still. We dealing with the effects of um this this new marijuana or new weed that they they, they chemically inducing the feminization of our black men and the masculinization of our women. So a lot of y'all just think, you know, these women are just turning around and being gay, you know, on their own. But a lot of times, if you see women that, you know, that I didn't, I'm not knocking anybody for their sexuality, and that's your business. But I'm saying, our men, the weed, this chemically induced weed, it's scientifically proven that it's demasculizing or feminizing our men. They have a lot of different ways that they're, they're coming at us and it's, it's catering to us because they know what we like. They know what our habits are. So, I'll give you an example. How many Europeans or Caucasians you know smoke black and mild? It might be a few, you know, that, that grew up in neighborhoods uh, similar to ours, or, you know, they might be just as less fortunate as we are. But when you look at it statistically, those uh, cigars are catered in the urban communities because they know that's what we like. And they put extra stuff on those particular type of cigars, and especially like the Newports. Newport, that nicotine that they put in there and some other little additives, it's it's not in the camels and the cigarettes that they know that the, the Europeans or the Caucasians smoke on the regular. So I know y'all probably was thinking like, man, you you doing a whole lot reaching like that, but nah, it's it's scientific proof. And uh, if y'all want the, the references, I can shoot you the references. Just just hit me up on the live, hit me up in the chat room. Uh, Instagram, y'all hit me up if y'all want the resources, and I'll give you the resources uh, where you can go and check this information out, but 
it's not hard to tell. You got to have a brain and a phone with Google on it. You can put information yourself. But there's so many ways that they demasculizing us as men and, and trying to feminize us, especially with the prison system. It's set up to, to, to get you so prepared mentally to fear going to prison and they want to make it common that if you do go to prison nine times out of ten if you're going to have some long time that you're going to be dealing with some form of uh, homosexuality and I mean that's nothing new to us but ask yourself where did that come from like 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 literally if you went to prison you would think prison is going to house some of the baddest mofos we got you know what I'm saying so when you go to prison and you see you know the main objective is to demasculize the new people or the young people coming in as a badge of honor where's the honor in taking a man's masculine you know his, his, his manhood by raping him you know and and this stuff, you know, I, I'm, what I'm talking about, it's, it's been it's been documented, it's been researched. We can go back to the first the first prisons prisoners that uh, were practicing this type of behavior to the point where it became so common, and we don't even know where it started. It damn sure didn't start from us. The Melanated family, it damn sure didn't start with us. So, one of the forms of, of, of dehumanizing and, and, and pulling the pride from some strong black men is the the, 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 the rape. Like, it's, it's the most demoralizing thing that can be done to a man, especially a strong man. So, it was implemented in the prison system to do that to these incoming men and those individuals who performed this act were given special or preferred treatment so that gave them an incentive to do this and make it something to wear like a badge of honor but if you think about it those individuals that started this trend they came into prison probably trying to do something to, uh, to better their family situation and whether they got life or whether they got some football numbers or whatever they had they, they don't remember how it was when they first came into the, the penal system and it wasn't like that so this whole trend of, of raping men or young men when they're coming into the prison system just to, 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 to tear their manhood from them make them you know docile and weak you know it's, it's the enemy's plan to do that it's the enemy's plan it's not just just uh, you know people of color or melanated people uh, Caucasians they go through the same thing you know what I'm saying but what what is not normal is us as melanated people to engage in homosexuality on men. 
that was something that was created by the savage, the, cross, the people coming from the Caucasus Mountains and the cave. So y'all can, you know, I really don't care how, you know, person thinks for what I'm saying because I can back it up with facts. But we're just having a conversation with God, man. I, it's just certain things we have to start doing as men to try and keep our, our, our sons out of this system. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's just a conversation. We can have a conversation with an individual that might be headed for the prison system. And if you give them something or show them something or teach them something to where they can have an option to, you know, be able to provide for their families. Because I'm going to be real. It's some whack-ass jobs out here, but there's some decent jobs out here for now. But jobs, they're not going to be out here for too much long. Not for us. So it's, it's up to us to start having our own companies, our own businesses, so we can employ our, our own people. You know what I'm saying? So if we are able to have a company and we are able to have, hire these young cats, you know, in high school or about to come out of high school, or even those that may have, you know, got a, a, a company on their record or two and they can't get a regular job, you know, this is set up to make them fail. It's not set up to make them you know, sore because, like, I'm a perfect example. I got three felons. I done been to, I done been to prison. I done did, you know, dirt when I was young. But, you know, I also got two degrees. And also, you know, was able to provide for my, for my, my five children because I had talent, you know, DJing. I played the drums and I was able to get a scholarship to say CSU. But God deposited so much in me and I only tapped into a fraction of it. So just imagine these young guys coming up, man. If we just took a hold of one of them, two of them, if all of us did, we just grabbed them up, man, and just checked on them. Uh, you know, show them how to tie a tie. Something as simple as that. It can start giving them a sense of pride, you know what I'm saying? Because maybe their father's not there. So, you know, we as a community, we gotta we gotta help the whole village. So if everybody, you know what I'm saying, all the men that I know pretty much stand up dude. So if we all can reach out and just, you know, put your hands on one or two of them and just kinda be there kind of, you know, keep an eye on them, you know, let them know if you're in the gym, you know, you can give me a call. Just that little bit of encouragement, man, that little bit of hope can make the, a difference of, of a whole generation. You know what I'm saying? If you look around, a lot of our leaders are missing in action, man. It's just real. And when I was coming up, you know, we had boys club, we had church, we had you know, a little bit of the Panthers was still around, but it really wasn't a strong in the area where I'm from. So there were things that we could look to. You know, it was some risk programs. My aunt started one, her and Fletcher Powell Roosevelt back in the day. So we had, you know, recreational centers. We had things of that nature to kind of keep us from being in the street and being, you know, out there really just being reckless, but you know, everybody wasn't there, but it was an opportunity to do something different. 
we don't have that for our kids. I mean, it's, it's some programs that's out here. And, you know, I, I tip my hat to those programs. Uh, Norris Cole, Basketball Camp, uh, Keith Byers, uh, some of those individuals, they, 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 they are still trying to teach something, you know, for the kids. Oh, shout out to Daquan Cook, too. He has the program as well. Um, they're trying to, to, to give them something. And, you know, the sports lane is cool, but, you know, we don't want to continue to make our kids think the only way out with a basketball or football either. So, I mean, my thing is, let's, let's, let's pull these young men aside and teach them a trade. Teach them a trade. Like, if you can teach one of these young men a trade, something that they can beat themselves if, if, if nobody else was able to hire them or give them a job? Would they be able to feed themselves and their family with what they know how to do on their own? Perfect example. I learned to DJ on the strength. I was an MC. I was I was rapping and breakdancing. I, I didn't want to be no DJ, but I saw a need that, you know, me and my me and my brother, we went in the studio. I'm musically inclined, so I'm like, man, I'm gonna learn how to DJ too. So something I decided to do as a hobby when I was 17 years old ended up helping me put food on the table for 30 years you know what I'm saying because you get a little good you know people start to uh, start to feel you and you, you develop a reputation so it went from me being you know in front of a mic to rocking parties you know I didn't see that for myself but it, it really kept my ass afloat because it had not known that that was going to be able to feed myself. I would be out here doing what everybody else do. You know what I'm saying? I bumped my head doing that. But to be able to ask for another chance and God allowed me another chance to, to get out here show that I something to for my family. Hey, he made it happen before, so of course. Of course, I wasn't gonna go back on my board. So, you know, I, I had to take a turn, turn the page. I mean, I'm glad I did because I don't know how it was playing out for my children. So, I know we we got, to, we got the people, we got the energy, we got the know how intelligence to have a few of these young guys, man, kind of change their direction and change their path before it gets out of hand. We don't already let too many of them go. And I know for sure, you know, we can do something about it. So, I know my man Mark Baxter was on, on the Facebook live. Let me check and see if my man's still on there. What's going on, Shawanda? Val, what's going on? Ronald Taylor, what's going on? Diana, Jasmine, what's happening? Mark, if you still on the line, man, I want, I want to give you a call, man, on the air through the studio. And I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all familiar with Mr. Mark Baxter. He's one of the upstanding uh, guys in our community, man. And uh, he's, he's very well respected for a lot of different reasons. I mean, his size is crazy, he's huge 
But the thing about it is this physical form is intimidating to a lot of people. But people that know him, they know he is the most kind, gentle person that you ever want to meet. But now don't get it twisted. Now if you take him there, yeah, he go in mode and we all have that in us. We all have that in us. But he's a God fearing man. He's always smiling, he's always friendly. He's about his business because he does, you know, security security for a lot of people. But when he's in that, that custody, it is it's no plan, no game. And and the fact that you can be in that line of work and also have a gentle, kind spirit lets us know that those are God's people, man. These are the type of individuals that I'm talking about because, like, we all got past. You know, I, I, I've been changing and trying to be a little more righteous than I was, say, five, ten years ago. But don't think for one minute that I won't take this turban off or fizz off and, and actually have to because we grew up on respect. We grew up on on morals. And a lot of things that's happening in our community with these kids today, they don't have no respect. They don't have respect for elders. They don't have respect for the game. They don't have respect for themselves. So, you know, they being raised by rap lyrics and video games. So, we, we got to pull the plug on this shit, man. We really do. We got to pull the plug on it. And we got to circle back and, and keep our boys, man, and save our sons, man. We got to save our sons and give them something to look forward to. We can't, uh, you know, be out here and point the and trying to tell kids what to do if we don't give them the option of what to do. So, I'm going to start doing a... Uh, I want to say weekly, but I don't want to commit to every week because I know I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling. So I want to say, I want to commit to a once a month, a once a month event where we're going to get some, uh, some men and know some skill sets and some trades. And we're going to sit aside, you know, a day where we just have, you know, some kids come in and we just teach them some skill sets. You know, it ain't no charge. We ain't looking for no handouts. I just want to be able to uh, provide something to these young guys, man. You know, they're just they're looking for a way out. And it's just, it really ain't a whole lot of options out here for them. So, I mean, a step in the right direction to help us. Any, any volunteers that we can get, we're we going to be looking at that probably oh, I would say July. So we might want to start that up in July. But it's just something to talk about, man. It's something to put on the table. I really want to call my man Mark on, on, on the show, man, and get him on the show and, and have him weigh in on a few things. There's a few other people I like to call as well. But if I don't see them on the live, I don't want to disturb them because, you know, ain't no telling where they might be. But now, not to negate the women, because 
I did have my, 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 my homegirl on here, Miss Knowledge. And I see a few women on the Facebook that may have been on there or they might be back on there. But we need the women to come together as well. We need y'all to start mentoring some of these young ladies and teaching them some fundamentals. When I say fundamentals, I'm just talking about the basics. I'm talking about, like, there are girls, young women, have no clue what it is to cook. A real homemade and saying that we should start there, but start there because if they don't know how to feed themselves properly, they're going to be able to feed their families properly. So fast food, that stuff is killing our kids, man. It's killing us. You know, so many people are starting to have heart attacks and cancer at earlier ages, and that's only because of what we're putting in our bodies, man. You know, the show that I uh, promote called Wealth Principles and the number one wealth principle is for health. So, you know, how to keep our health in check, man. You know, the days of just eating anything, it used to be, you know, the worst what happened is you would get fat, but nah. They, they, these people are literally putting stuff in the food that can kill you. These people are literally trying to have you take make you take vaccinations that will give you long term, you know, effects. You know, even with our kids and babies, man. Stop letting these people vaccinate your babies, man. When your kids are being born, when your children are being born, I don't like to use the word kid. When your children are being born straight from the mother, man, all the nourishment a child needs is in the umbilical cord. And then the nourishment from the mother's milk is enough to sustain a child. You don't need no vaccines. I'm telling you, the vaccines that they give in our kids is, is, is putting something in our kids because we now many autism and ADD, ADHD. This is not something that this is stuff that's been pointed to 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 and wipe out some blood because they said there's too many people on the planet and I know y'all think I'm making a lot of stuff but I'm telling you man if I don't have nothing I got my bird I ain't never been known to be a liar out here in these streets I try not to owe nobody anything you know I try and keep my word you know I'm not saying I've never told a lie but when I'm speaking to my people and I'm speaking I don't have no reason I have nothing to gain by telling you something that's not true so stop letting your people your kids your children drink these vaccinations man there's a way to get around it there's a way to get around it pardon me uh, and we can give you the information on how to get around it there's always a way to get around it when it comes to uh, your religious beliefs. There's also some other ways to get around it. Ohio is one of the one of the more stringent states that, that they they really trying to push the narrative. But like I said, if you if you want them to uh, do it the legal way, so you can get in trouble, you know, with these people, then uh, just. Contact me at info at divinewealthprinciples.com. 
we have documentation that you can file for your kids, whether it's school, uh, of course you have them in school. school. But uh, we can we can get you the information, and you can uh, your kids don't have to take these shots. They ain't they ain't for benefit. You trust. Me. Court and Carl, one of my brothers, one of my other, yeah, but um, yeah, man, get into some some. So let's do it. People act like this. Call in, because I have so many town numbers, and I should just jump. How them? Got a few people on the live. Y'all send me some questions. Man, checking in from ATL. What's going on, J Bo? Y'all want to be live on the show, man. Uh, hit me with a like or something. Give me some likes. And if you want to be on the show, if you're on Facebook or Instagram, send me real quick your number, and I'll give you a so you can be live on the show. <clears throat> My man, J-Bo, if you're still on on uh, Instagram live, give me with a thumbs up or a like or something. So I can give you a call and you on the show, man. Jasmine, same way with you, lady. Keeping y'all want to get in on the show and ask some. Put the questions on Facebook Live, or you can, I can call you, and you can actually be on the air, or you can call in. The number is six five seven three eight three one five two eight. If I see you pop up in queue, any nine seven numbers pop up in the queue, so I'm gonna bring you on the show live. And all my other uh, callers just checking in from Chicago, uh, some Kentucky numbers on there. Uh, Memphis is on there. I think I got Oakland on there. That might be my boy. I really need to, 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 to dialogue with you too, cause we coming out pretty soon. But yeah, man, if if, um, if somebody wants to be alive on the air right now, I'm opening up the phone line. I'm gonna clear the clear the switchboard right now. So the first caller that calls in to the switchboard six five seven three eight three. One five eight six five seven three eight three one five. I'm gonna get you on the line and we are gonna have a little conversation and get some of y'all y'all input. That's what I've said thus far about getting some strategies put in place so we can strengthen our economic position as well as you know getting back to our basic fundamentals of being righteous, decent people and showing our children, you know, these basic principles and these basic fundamentals, fundamentals that uh, we, we do, we just so caught up, man. We, we, we chasing that dollar. We really forgetting about the kids because a lot of these kids, they don't know these basic fundamentals because we haven't really sat down and taught them. I know we, we chasing that paper, man. We, we feel if we can give them some things and provide them with things, that they're going to be all right in all actuality if we took the time and instilled these principles in them. Principles, how to clean, how to cook, you know, teach them a trade. Like when I was in high school, we actually learned the trade in high school. I went to Patterson Co-op, if any of y'all are familiar with Patterson. I was working two weeks and going to school two weeks in a trade, you know, we had drafting down there, they had auto mechanics, they had, uh, you know, the nursing thing, they had cosmetology, so 
you literally at 14, 15 to learn the trade. And then while you, by the time you're 16, you were working. So we were in the workforce at 16, 17, 18. So we had three years work experience when we graduated high school. So that vocational school set us up to where, you know, when we left high school, we could immediately start working for one of these companies that we worked for or at least walked in the door having three years hands-on experience. And, you know, that kind of helped a lot of people that maybe didn't have the money to go to college. So, <clears throat> like I said, man, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a waiting for the first caller or I can call somebody. Somebody get off a live and call me at 657-383-1528 or shoot me a question in one of these lives, man. I'll answer y'all questions. Or y'all can DM me your, your phone number and I can just call you. I really want to get some interaction with, with the show today because I I really want to sit down and have these conversations in more form setting, but people are busy, man. I'm, I'm it's taking a lot of me just to, to still do these shows for two hours on Wednesdays and Saturdays. <clears throat> if you're on these lives right now, man, go on website. Go to blogtalkradio.com and you can flip back over here. Uh, go over there to the website and click on that way when you're on my show you get a notification and that way I know who's following me and I know exactly who's tuning in and who's really getting these 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 gems I'm dropping on y'all. Today is more of a Q&A show, man, because it's Ramadan. I'm fasting, so I'm really just trying to occupy myself until 8.30 hit where I can actually have something to eat. So, yeah, I might cut this show right at 8.30 instead of going to 9. But I had some statistics, man, I was going to speak on, and I might still do that, but I really, really, really wanted to hear from my people. So, okay. I see my man got a question. What would be a better way to re-educate the youth in public education? Teaching banking teaching on how to use technology, etc. That's a very fine question right there, my man. Debo from ATL. I tell you what. Tell you what, John. I'm here to give you a call and I want you to say that question on the air. That way the people can hear you and we can dialogue with one another and they can hear you and if you actually, you know, be on the show. I'm about to pause this live. So yeah, we about to get my man across. And this is an individual that's 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 very, very intelligent. He's actually a certified genius in the Guinness book. I'm not making this up, man. I really have a homeboy that's a certified genius. It's real talk. Now see he's trying to call me. Don't call me, brother. I'm calling you. Don't call me, I'm calling you. <laughs> I think I done bumped myself up alive. Yeah, let me call my man. Boy, stop calling me, I'm calling you. All right, we about to get J-Bo on the line, y'all. Please leave your message for 93725. 
technology and IT for a long time. Uh, my background in math is probably what got me through high school and got me recognized for some of the uh, ability to manipulate a lot of different equations and formulas and advance in the math. So that's where I got a lot of my recognition from and that followed and pushed me into IT and that's where I got um, made a career out of it. Yes, sir. Okay. So my now, question to you was watching your show I was like, man, a lot of the shortcomings, the way our youth is educated, because they keep regurgitating the same curriculum over and over and over and over, same curriculum over and over and over. And it's been built into the teacher's DNA to regurgitate the same curriculum and same syllabus. The, the question then becomes, how do you expect the youth to go past you if you keep pushing them back to the same uh, knowledge base, at some point you got to push them forward. Just like technology changes, just like we went from the cassette, from 8-track to cassette to CD to MP3, education needs to do the same thing. I get you have fundamentals. Math is something that's fundamentally the same. And if you learn that, you can constantly grow and build on that. But outside of reading writing, math, outside of those three fundamentals, there has to be some progressive thinking, some progressive teaching. That is completely lacking in public education. Um, there's a lot of regurgitating the same, uh, in my opinion, the useless stuff. And I think that's because, well, I don't know what it is, but something is not moving and pushing the education system to do better. Uh, and get involved with what's happening today and future thinking, and then bringing that back into the education system of the youth. If you if you if you start young and get them young, you can't help but to keep going and going. Industry changes. If you look at the workforce, a lot of what's happening in the workforce is changing. You went from a a uh, a factory line job, you got robots in there, and people saying, "Well, you're losing a lot of factory jobs." Well, kind of, sort of, because of, you lost a lot of the line workers, but you got a whole new industry because somebody has to program those robots. Somebody has to maintain those robots. So 
everybody has to keep an eye on those. So there's a there's new jobs that are replacing the old jobs. But see, as industry progresses, go back to education. Education is still the same old regular stuff. And I don't know where that thinking is. It seems to be lost. No one's addressing it. And so you're putting out a certain type of population that is stagnant. Well, I, I I can I can agree to everything you just said, but it's not you know by accident that 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 they are teaching a a a, a low curriculum because if you look at the similarities in the public school system, it's almost parallel to the prison system. They make right. you sit. They make you sit in, in rows. They try and conform you to fit in their, you know, their world. They bring a bell for you to go to the next class. Think about it. If you ever been in jail, it's the same thing. They want you to wake up. They want you to do this. They want you to walk in line. Like, why do we have to sit in rows, straight rows? When you go to private schools or schools where, where people have real money, they don't sit in, in little rows. They, I mean, they have circles. They have different type of furniture, the whole nine. So it's, it's a more relaxed environment because they understand that people, that the way that they learn is different. Everybody learns different. You know, nobody's structured to, 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 to learn auditory, visual. Some people just, they receive information differently. And Yeah, that's true. You know, if you give a person a book and tell them, read two chapters and we're having a quiz tomorrow, one of the kids might not be able to read that well or retain the information that he's reading. But if he has that in audio, he'll probably smoke everybody on the test. Or if you have a visualization, a video, he can retain that information a little more. A lot of our kids today are going to be visual just based off the trend that they're all growing up playing video games. So anything that they yeah. see, they can retain a lot faster with YouTube. Just think about it. I mean, the all-seeing eye is everywhere for our children. If it ain't TV, it's YouTube. If it ain't YouTube, it's video games. So whatever they see, they got it. But if you give them a book where they actually have to put their mind to work to, to, to one, to read the words, two, to retain the information, and three to comprehend it, they lost. So the the level of teaching is being dumbed down because they are not teaching kids in public schools to become entrepreneurs, to become pillars in the community. They, they are teaching public school kids just enough to go work for the other kids that are being taught to run this country and to run this world. See that so, and we gotta change that, man. Something's gotta change. Something's gotta address that. The only thing that's going somehow, to address that somehow. <laughs> the only ahead. thing that's going to address that is us. We're going to have to, cause see, like right now, the homeschooling thing is is cool if you can put your 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 child on the right path and know that they're really you know applying themselves in that in that capacity. But what we really need to do as a people is to, to get our our collective efforts together and have our own school and teach our own curriculum to where it's private because if you go private then you don't have to deal with the public nuances and you know their rules and their regulations and their statutes and their codes 
No, if we teaching our children over here privately, we don't have no no we don't need your money. We don't need no assistance from the government. We can do this on our own. And then when we begin to teach them the real fundamentals, you know, all that extra nonsense that they don't need, teach them what they, they that they're going to be able to use, like financial literacy, learning about credit, learning about uh, economics, learning about budgeting, learning how to shop, like something as simple yeah. as a class on how to shop for, for produce. People don't even know how to shop this grown. I've seen grown ass women go to the grocery store and you know, they might be on assistance or whatever, but we talk a 25, 30 year old women. They'll go to the grocery store and 90% of their cart is junk food. And I'm like, how the hell are you going to feed your kids and all you got is Pop-Tarts, potato chips, uh, you know, Oreos, all this bullshit, and you don't know nothing about a fresh vegetable. You know, and any vegetables that may have been in there might have been canned. So it's it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> It's heavily, you know, induced in sodium. So, you know, if you do get some vegetables, it's it's all salt. You ain't really getting no freshness because they don't understand when you eat a fresh vegetable, it, it's energy in that. <laughs> when you when you put it in a can, all of the you know all of the real nutrients and vitamins is being absorbed, and you pour it in yeah. the thing. You pour the the good shit out. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole paradigm shift that we have to get a, get going, man, because if we can teach our kids on the level that they can receive the information, man, we just start seeing all kinds of prodigies out here because, like I said, it's, it's several people that went to the University of Muhammad, Muhammad University, I'm sorry, and it's a 14-year-old just got a bachelor's degree. A uh, 16-year-old just got a master's degree. Because they're not yeah. stopping these, they're not stopping these kids from learning. If you're in the fourth grade and you got an eighth grade education, they don't want to mix you with the older kids in public schools because they feel like you're going to get treated differently. Man, the children' minds are more absorbent when they're younger, so if they can receive yep. the information, keep feeding them. If we keep feeding them while their mind can can absorb it, then why not allow them to go to that level? I mean, they still have a level of maturity that they will do, but their minds, why stagnate their growth of their minds? Right. And that's exactly what they're doing with us, man. They they teaching us how to take the test on Friday. Learn this, and then yep. regurgitate that, and if you can take the test on Friday, we pass you. But they're not teaching them how to think. They're not teaching them how to think for self. Like, I yeah. love the fact that, you yeah. know, when when I was going to school, my last, you know, degree that I got or whatever, with Google and all of the, you know, access to the internet and information, I, I, re, I respected the fact and appreciated the fact that some of my professors, they made sure the answer was not going to be on social media or Google or nothing. You couldn't look the answer up. This is critical thinking. Like, if I yeah. put an answer, a question on your test, you're not going to be able to look this up on on Google and try and get the answer because that's what these kids are doing right now. They're 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 getting by, but they're not really learning shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you're they right. got iPhone, they got iPhone watches. If they taking a test, they can pull their shit up on a on a on a watch 
and get the answers, but they're not learning nothing. And then they out here, doctors, lawyers, scalpels and yep. shit in their hands. They don't even have the real fundamentals to 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 know if this situation happened to think outside the box. Well, that wasn't on the on the on the test on Friday, so I, I didn't learn that. Critical thinking and learning yep. how to think for yourself is the most important thing that we have to instill in our kids. So even with, with our children, like we have to be be careful on the way that we correct them because. They yeah. are expressing themselves, and the way that they're expressing themselves might be something different than what we know. But it's, it's not to say that they're right or wrong. It's to say it's different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, man, I could go on for days. But what I'm really, <laughs> what I'm really trying to focus on is, you know, what 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 we can do in our respective communities to, to kind of, you know, just put a, a hand in there. Like with our with yeah. our boys, like even if we don't have no boys, I said if every one of the the people that I know are stand up dudes, stand up parents, if we could just find one or two, just just pull them cats to the side, have a conversation with them, give them your number, and let them know, you know, if they get in the jam, we'll be there for them. And on top of that, maybe once a month, just pick them up, take them to the barbershop or show them how to tie a tie, because a lot of kids. Boys don't they don't know how to tie a tie and it's like that's that's not a big deal, but it is. Because if they right. know how to tie a tie, it gives them a sense of pride because they know Pookie don't down the street damn sure don't know how to tie a tie. So now he can go show Pookie how to tie a tie. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, the confidence. Yeah. Right. And once we instill a little bit of confidence in them, and then on top of that, if we can show them Okay, I'm an entrepreneur now. I have my own company. I can hire you to come work for me. You don't have to sell dope. I can teach right. you how to start your own company because they don't have a lack of wanting to do something. They just have a lack of, okay, show me. And if we can't show them, then they got to do for whatever way they, they can, you know? So it's easy to go hustle. It's easy to go out here and, you know, catch a case and just get into that same cycle again. But we have to show them different. Like, I, we can't preach to these kids if we can't teach them shit. Yep, that's true. So that's why I'm saying what well, my whole thing is trying to help more of us grown folks become entrepreneurs more so than just working for a job there the rest of your life and then dying and thinking you're going to live off of 40% of the money that you couldn't live off of with 100%. It's like this shit is, is, is madness and people got to wake up, man. You are not going to be able to live off of retirement. 40% of the money that you was making 100% of and 100% wasn't enough. Yeah, right. So that, that whole concept is ridiculous and the fact that they they, they set this whole game up where you're going to put your money in a 401k and your ass can't touch it until you're 65. Yep. Like, I need that money now. I could use that money right now and start my business. But they're going to take a quarter of it if you take it out early. <laughs> yep. That is the most, that's, that's the most gangster shit I have ever heard in my life, bro. Like, this, that's right. some straight gangster shit. Give me your money for 40 years. And then uh, after we use your money for investing and doing all this shit for 40 years, we're going to give you that money back with 7% interest. <laughs> 7% interest. And you're supposed to live off of that. And it's only going to be 40% of what you was making 100% of. 
Like if right. people think that's a, if people think that's a damn plan, they they tripping. The only people that retire and are comfortable are people that are invested in real estate, invested in other commodities where they know this check is just, you know, it's extra. I'm definitely right. not thinking about this keeping me for the rest of my years. And and Lord forbid if you get sick. You're right. Yo, that's why you might not stay 65. But get your money. Then what happens? If you don't have a will set up the right way, your money in your 401k and sit down because you might not tell nobody in your family how to access it, or you didn't put the proper paperwork in place. This shit is a game, man. It's a game, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just want to be able to just step step to the step to the, the front of the room and just ask some of my brothers to stand with me and say, okay, well at least we can start teaching these kids something. You got a you got right. a, a plethora of information. You know how to do a lot of stuff. If you could teach a basic principle of what you do to one 12, 13, or 14 year old that'll spark that interest, that they might want to go into that field. And then if they get yeah. stuck while they trying to trying to, you know, learn that, they got somebody, they got a mentor that they can go holler at. You know, I know plenty of cats out here that's barbers. Man, do you know how easy it is to take some clippers and show a, a 12, 13, 14-year-old the basic fundamentals of how to use a guard, how to use a trimmer? Right. And then that sparks their interest. But when you don't have nobody to spark your interest in anything except for what you see on rap videos or what you see in you know in the street where, where you know with the neighborhood dope boy, that's all they see. That's all they know. You know, they we got rappers. Raising our kids and shit. Yep. <laughs> and the rappers that's out here doing that shit, they not even really telling the whole story. Nope. <laughs> nope. They don't they, even know they, their profession. Getting, getting all, done in on their publishing and stuff. Right. They don't know the business. And it's like they think they make they put up they make it perceived to be all about big booty broads and popping crystal and fair please. Them motherfuckers is broke. A lot of them are yep. broke. They just they just playing the playing the facade, man. And it's like they don't they don't want to reveal that because you you, you you don't get them sales, you don't get them streams. Like your ass is back yep. on the block. The rest of it. Yeah, right. But yeah, man, right. basic fundamentals of, of financial literacy and things like that. I want to be able to to teach that to some to, to some kids, man, once a month. So. Uh, like I said, I started up here, and I'll come down there if you, can, if you, you work with really, Man, I'll contribute. I, yeah, man, I'll definitely contribute um, any IT knowledge base, man, and start developing a curriculum to participate in improving the, the, the knowledge base and some other varieties of stuff. Yeah. What's up, man? With you, and- man. So, uh, I mean, we could do it in any capacity you want. Like, we could uh, team up and do something down in Atlanta. We could we could do some of these uh, things through uh, webinars. Like, we could set up a webinar, a Zoom meeting, and, you know, send these Zoom requests out to people. They can tune in, and you can go through some some of these things and showing them, you know, visual. 
from Atlanta. You ain't got to leave the comfort of your home. You can show them some basic principles on, on some of that IT, you know, knowledge that you have or some other things that you want to show them. Because I know you you well-versed in the studio as well. You can show them some aspects of engineering. The whole, I mean, it's, it. it's unlimited things that we can do, but it's just once we get a, a little bit of a crowd base going and then get that audience to, 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 to tune in. And, you know, you don't have to leave your home and you could be showing hundreds of, of people how to do shit that they will have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to learn. Hey, I'm with it, man. I'm with it. We definitely got to chop it up, man, and just uh, talk about some of the curriculum and put something together, man, and just just do it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'll be in Atlanta between the 15th and the 19th, so I'm be in the A next week. All right. Yes, so, sir. Yes, know, sir. For your people. But, man, I appreciate <laughs> that you called me. I called you. you. You tried to call me. I'm like, how are you going to FaceTime me when I'm <laughs> But, man, I appreciate the input, bro. You know, it's all love. And I hope some people that's listening got a little bit of what I'm, what I'm talking about as far as this individual, man. He, he's an important person in my life. And I always call him a brother from another mother because that's what he is to me. So, J-Bo, John Smith, Bo Tribe Productions, look him up, man. He's very, very, very intelligent. He has multiple skills. Like, the man can sew. The man can build a house. <laughs> the man can lay floors. He can build more. This dude rebuilt a whole house with very little to no help. Like the dude is just—he's just—he's just a genius. He's a walking genius, and I'm just privileged to know him. And like I said, we're going to be in Atlanta, man. So I'm gonna take you to an event down there that we're coming to do, and we're gonna chop it up. When I'm down there, we're gonna get some stuff together, man, for for your new home of Georgia. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, brother. Love you, man. And when you get here, man, right. we got yeah, we got some things to do. All right, man. I'm going to get off here in a minute. Uh, yeah, I'm going to 10 more minutes. My fast is almost over for the day, so I'm going to give me some, some nerves. <laughs> All right, man. Always a pleasure, man. I'll be chopping it up with you soon. All right, man. Peace. Once again, y'all, that was long lifetime friend of mine, man. Uh, J-Bo from Bo Tribe Productions. Uh, I might know him as John Smith. Him and my sis down there, Miss Rainbow, coming to see y'all. Coming to see y'all. Coming to see you too, Jazz. So, yeah, uh, like I'm about to wrap the show up, man, in another 10 minutes or so. This was just a little Q&A, man. I wanted to uh, put it out there. And I won't live just because I know people can share this live a little later and they can, you know, come back and check it out. Uh, Danico, what's going on? If you're still on with me, shoot me, shoot me a question. If you got something that you want to input... Or if you uh, heard any of the topics that we're talking about, trying to figure out how to collide and conquer as opposed to divide and conquer. So, um, yeah, we're going to be looking to, to partner with some, some individuals in the community. See my man Robert on there. What's going on, Mr. Whitaker? Uh, the vet. I see the vet is on there. Make sure y'all check Robin's show out too, man. She's doing some phenomenal things in Ohio and in Atlanta so I'm coming to the A Robin if you're still online maybe we can chop it up down there when I get down there I'm going to try and touch base with everybody from the D that's, that's in the A right now uh, we also going to be 
tracking down in in the sip. But I got a few people in the sip too. Yeah, we coming. The spread knowledge, man. Peace, love, and I'm here because uh, my face is about to be officially over. But if y'all got any questions, shoot them to me real quick in the chat room, um, Facebook Live, on Instagram Live. Other than that, man, I'm gonna get back with y'all Saturday. Don't forget it's Mother's Day. It's a lot of events going on. Uh, I want y'all to definitely, if y'all gonna be in the city, make sure you check out my man Jay Jones. An event he got called the Appetizer. It's starting to get really popular. I'm hearing a lot about it. If I'm in the city, I will probably be popping up on him. A little bro doing his thing. Um, also, um, I don't know all the things that's going on for, for the day, but I mentioned that one because uh, he just hit me up recently and, you know, invited me to come out. So I'm going to do some things with my mom. I'm going to do some things with my mother-in-love. I'm going to do some things with my wife. And, uh, yeah, we're going to definitely try and swing past the appetizer. Y'all might want to check it out, man. He got some nice promo uh, videos of the event as well. So I'm going to end it like that, man. If ain't nobody got no more questions, make sure you check me out on my blog, blogradio.com forward slash wealthprincess101. And you can look at some of the topics from previous shows, man. We got a lot of information out there. Uh, a lot of information for people that was looking to start your your own business. Uh, I give you the first 10 steps on how to do that, how to become credible. Um, I actually give, on the personal credit side, I've given uh, up to fifteen, seventeen thousand dollars $17,000 worth of personal credit, lines of credit, irregardless of whatever your, your personal credit score is. So you might want to scour through my shows and find that link. Um, it's a lot of things I got going on, man. We, we dealing in the gold aspect uh, next Saturday on the 18th or something like that. Yeah, on the 18th, I think we're going to have another Wealth Builders event in Cincinnati. So those of you individuals that may be interested in purchasing gold and getting into a cryptocurrency that's going to be backed by gold. That's 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 a huge deal. So y'all might want to check that out. If you want some more information, you can always hit me up. Info at divinewealthprinciples.com. Like I said, I will probably be shutting down my Facebook page as well as my Instagram page, depending on what the minister has to say. So if you want to reach me or if you need to reach out to me for any of my services, Make sure you have my website, divinewealthprinciples.com. You can always check me out here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash wealthprinciples101. I'm also on uh, iTunes on the iPod podcast, wealthprinciples101. Just Google my name or Google wealthprinciples101. You can find me. Said all that to say this. Uh, if I do deactivate these pages, I just want my fan base to be able to follow me and find me. So... That's definitely uh, on the table. So we won't know exactly if we're going to be walking away from Facebook and Instagram due to the banning of the uh, Mr. Louis Farrakhan. But if we walking away, we walking away together, people. So I need y'all to get that concept in your head. We don't need um, platforms to dictate what we can say to our people. And we can create our own platforms. I'm actually working on my app right now. So 
it'll be similar to this type of format, but you can check me out on another website as well, social media platform. It's called blagenough.com. That's B-L-A-G-G-E-N-U-F.com. Black Enough. Check it out, man. It's, 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 it's a platform for us, by us. So y'all can start, you know, leaning over there right now. Just set up a profile. You know what I'm saying? Because we have to let people know our voice and our opinion and our and our strength in numbers and our dollars matter. So, you know, if you go against the only person that's out here speaking for us as a people, we got to ride with, with the minister. And if some of y'all that might be unaware of what's going on, um, Facebook and Instagram, I believe, they banned Minister Louis Farrakhan. Said he was a danger to social media. And it's like, bruh, I see the most ratchet, the most trifling stuff going on, on Facebook and Instagram. And you're going to say that that man is a danger or a threat. Something is really wrong with y'all. So you're not going to censor us and tell us who we can or who we cannot listen to. But um, yeah, this is your platform, though. So don't get me wrong. This is your platform. And if you don't want the voice of our people on your platform, then you want our people on your platform. So we're going to wait and see what the minister has to say tomorrow. And if he says we're boycotting, then we're boycotting. That's how it is. We got to show people that we do have strength and we do have power and we do have a voice. So I'm going to wrap up the show on that, man. Once again, peace to the gods. Assalamu alaikum to the nation. Islam to my moors. Shalom. Hotep, Lafia, all that, man. All the greetings of peace. Love. Mahalo, child. Fast is almost over. I'm about to eat. Ramadan, more Barak. Y'all be safe, man. About to wrap up the show. Okay, I was entertaining the live a little more than I usually do, but uh, that was because I wanted the community to get involved and get the dialogue going about what we're doing. So I'm about to wrap this show up. So y'all just let me know if there's anything that y'all need in the chat room. I got the chat room open still on Blog Talk Radio. Y'all shoot me a question real quick. Because I'm about to get off here. I'm going to give y'all about 10 seconds. And I'm going to let the beat ride. I don't see no hands up. I don't see no hands up. So I'm going to end it on that. Y'all be safe. Peace and love.